edition of the Retrosonic podcast. Uh, my name is Steve from the Retroman blog, and joining me in the Retrosonic HQ is Adam from the Jetsonics. Hello, everyone. And we have a very special guest today. We've got uh, legendary rock photographer, Mr. Paul Slattery. Happy New Year, everybody. Right, thank you. And you can probably hear in the background we've got a log fire crackling away. Um, we're nursing hangovers and man flu, um, and uh, a couple of beverages just to keep us uh, keep us going through these cold times Absolutely. and um, <coughs> and we'll be looking at uh, over the past year the first year of the Retroman blog and uh, some of the things that uh, have appealed to us musically and some of the events that we've been to uh, first of all we'll start off with uh, the Medway's finest the Lem Price 3 and this is You Tell Lies a great Lem Price 3, uh, that was You Tell Lies from their album Pictures, and I first saw them, I only got to see them for the first time this year, I'd always missed them, unfortunately, live, and a lot of my friends had seen them and said they're one of the best live bands they've ever seen, um, a lot of people I respected said they're a great band, and I love their music and their records, but I'd only ever seen them live this in 2011 for the first time, absolutely blown away by them, one of the best live bands you can see at the moment. I just saw that they were playing, they were doing a few gigs up at the Fiddler's Elbow in Kentish Town, great little rock and roll pub. They just blew me away, they were fantastic. They seemed so meek and mild, and they get on stage and they go crazy. I was blown away when you guys took me to see them that time, because uh, you know, I thought they'd be good. I, I liked all the stuff I heard on recorded, but that's a, that's a relentless stage show. There's yes. just no stopping. It's mm. just, when one song's finished, that chord's ringing out and then the next one's in straight away. They're so energetic. only think 2012 is going to be good for them. Great guys and we're going to be working with them quite a lot over the, the next year as well. And now Adam, so your choice of your next song? Well my choice track is um, 
an album track from the members who uh, I played with this year. They've got Rat Scavies on drums now, they're playing as a trio. And great songwriters and great storytellers. I love a song with a good story in it. Yeah. Uh, and this is one of the best. This is a track called Brian Was. members and Brian was uh, we were just saying while that was playing um, I thought that could easily be a track off London Calling it's quite clash like I don't know a lot about the members except for Town of the Suburbs when I was growing up but I never really took them seriously as a, as a band 
personally, but that's a great track, you know, and that was a yeah. good one because that, that's thrown me completely because I, I really want to go and listen to their stuff now. Yeah, right. it's very multi-layered, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you really know, cool. and uh, it has an amazing build-up towards mm. towards its conclusion. And you played live with them this year? Yeah, last year, yeah, this year, this year and last year. Um, last year, we yeah, played at the Inn on the Green with them. We played uh, a gig in the church, which was odd. Yeah, it was good. It was a good gig with them. You know, two trios now. They're performing as a trio. Yeah. And uh, I used to, I used to follow them around all all the time back in the day. Sort of the Marquee in Nashville, yeah. everywhere. Excellent. Okay, and the next track that we've got for you today is Shown in Knife, and this is Perfect Freedom from their Free Time album.
Well, that's a fantastic track. Yeah, sure. I don't mind, know much about them actually, Steve. Great, but tell great us a bit band. more about them. Well, it's hard to believe. I played that mainly because it's their thirtieth anniversary, which is really hard to believe. And they still sound like that. Still sound so fresh. And I saw them earlier this year in uh, the Scala. Blew me away. They've got a great lineup. Just three cheerful little Japanese girls, and they make a sound like that. Um, I mean, I first saw them nineteen ninety one. It was at Reading Festival. It's great, I love them. They were a bit more lo-fi, kitsch sort of band, you know. And then I went to see them again the, a couple of days later, they were playing in London. And I, I've sort of kept in touch with them a little bit over the years, listened to them now and again. Um, but hadn't seen them live since then. And um, I said, I went to see them this year and they were absolutely fantastic. And hard to believe that, you know, I said 30 years anniversary. I mean, they started off as a really scratchy little indie band in Japan playing uh, sort of slits, raincoats type lo-fi music and they've sort of developed going through the sort of twee 60s influence into this great rock band now you know and they really are powerful stuff. That was from the album Free Time, I think it was released in 2010 um, but they've just released an album called Osaka Ramones which is as it says on the tin, <laughs> it's just an album of Ramones songs, Ramones covers you know and it's great you know they, they do it they do it really well. I knew nothing about them until you, you mentioned no. this track to me and yeah i saw you know, i played it about 37 times so you've worked in japan quite a bit paul mm. and tell us about your work in japan how you first got to know the country and bands you sort of met went back there in 89 and toured with uh the stone roses in japan oh, right. okay. which was which was excellent in uh, the early 90s i toured a couple of times with the manics in 91 and 92 mm. And then uh, in '94, I toured there with Oasis, which was just mind blowing, really. Yeah, I can imagine. Oh, Oasis saying, in Japan. Oasis in Japan, you know, um, September '94, when mm. Oasis were just starting to get big in this country. They were just starting to play, they were just starting to come out of the pubs and play, play slightly bigger venues and been on top of the pops. Absolutely. How did they get on in Japan, Oasis? Oh, do they embrace it? Well, I tell you what, I mean, I, it, it was, I mean, the gigs there were just amazing because there was a lot of, the last gig that they played there that I saw in 94 was the gig in, um, in Agoya in September 94 and it just blew me away, that gig. It was probably the best Oasis gig I ever saw and for mm. the first time they played encore. They never did encores, and uh, they did an encore, and there was just such a lot of love going around between the fans and the and the uh, and, and the band. In fact, you know, I think, I mean, Bonehead and Gwixi were, were almost in tears. You know, yeah. it was yeah, yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing scenes. Great but, uh, yeah, and uh, the Japanese fans are truly amazing fans. And up for our next track, we've got Adam. <coughs> yeah. What's your next uh, choice? My favourite jazz funk covers band from Acton. Is uh, the ruts with no, us? Yes. <laughs> Good choice.
Well, uh, that was the Ruts. Um, they were a big influence on me, especially for my band, the Jet Sonics. Uh, for my bit of it, anyway. You can hear the drums, almost reggae drums on there. The bass is quite prominent. And the guitar is all very inventive as well. And it, mm. It's almost wanders into dub. Fantastic live, too, as well. Yeah. I, mean, I never saw them, so you're going to make me really jealous. <laughs> yeah, I, saw them. I know, yeah. Paul, you yeah, took yeah, photos yeah. of the Ruts and they're prime, yeah. and Adam, you... you the yeah, I was a big fanboy. I, I had the Ruts triangle on the back of my leather jacket. Did you? I did, yeah. I saw them play a gig with Misty and Roots from yeah. Against Racism gig at, oh, at, that? at the Ealing Town Hall, yeah. wasn't it? And I, I mean, going back to now the Retro Man promotions gig that we did back in October with yes. Lem Price 3, Past Tense and yourself with the Jetsonics. Um, I remember a guy came up to me after the show and said the Jetsonics were great. They reminded me of the Ruts. I was, I was over the moon. So you, I bet you were pleased with that. <laughs> <laughs> but you take that sort of reggae influence in some of your songs as well, which we're going to hear an example of that soon. But uh, Yeah, next one up we're going to play um, Somewhere Else, which is 
basically just a, a, a baseline that I was playing about with, and then Dave, our drummer, was originally in a reggae band. That's where yeah, his he background plays. is. He's a great so, drummer. so he can do all that as well. And we don't want to play reggae straight because we can't. Mm. You know, you, you can either play it totally or not at all. I think. Yeah. So. Um, Sam plays rock guitar on it. Here it is anyway, just for yourself. Somewhere else.
Well, that was the Jetsonics and somewhere else, and actually that was my choice, not Adam's. That was a track that this year means a lot to me, you know, seeing the Jetsonics, and that track really stands out. But that, that was the thing that really got me into the band, because that is, 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 a, is a great track, you know, and live especially, it comes across really well. I mean, yeah, we, we always enjoy playing it, I love playing yeah. it with David as well, it's nice to play with a, he's a good drummer. reggae drummer. Yeah, He really works, he's great, you know. And we were talking about the reggae influence on, on West yeah. London and the, and the bands like yourself and the Ruts. Um, was it was it such a big influence on, on, on you as yeah. forming the Jets on it? Was reggae as much an influence as, as say, rock music was? Um, I At home, I listened 50-50, I think. Well, right. next choice up is one of my choices. Um, I got recommended this track by a friend of mine, and uh, the guy's Andy J. Gallagher. And I don't know much about him, but he plays on the circuit, all the Camden gigs and stuff. Comes from South End, doesn't he, Steve? Well, apparently, because mm. it was a bit strange, wasn't it? Because I heard about Andy J. Gallagher from uh, Dave, who does the Podrophenia radio show. And I he played that on his show, and I just thought that was a great track. And then I think literally the next mm. day, you sent me an email to say got to check out this guy Andy J Gallagher so wow. again this is good because we don't know much about him well, <laughs> so we can't give much information I think but we should listen to the track don't you think play it To my extensive research, Andy J. Gallagher was in a band called The Shopkeeper Appeared. Mm. Uh, I must say, I didn't hear anything of before. Um, but I know he's just had a new album out, which I downloaded the other day, and it's brilliant. It's called Helicopter Dolphin Submarine. Yeah. And it was produced by his another damn connection, Roman Jug of the Damned. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. I think that's that's where I heard them, because Dave from Podrophenia was, had Roman in the studio, and he was playing sort of different pieces from Roman's... Career like Naz Nomad, The Damned, Phantom Chords, and, and he played this track, and I think he, he produced the album. And uh, it's, it, I downloaded it straight away. It's one of those records where I heard that one song they played, and I went and downloaded it, and it's a yeah. fantastic album. It's, it's got a hint of the Buzzcocks of the Wedding Present, and I Absolutely, like it because yeah. it, it rails along with a bit of menace and a bit of chaos, yeah. and it's, it's like 
a bit like the Pixies where you've got this chaos going on, you've got discordant chords, you've got strange key changes, but there's always a melody there, you know. It is, as, as you said, Steve, it's like organised chaos. Isn't it, it is, isn't it? <laughs> it's it's just that. bursting and out. And you've, you know. you've got this voice, you know, way, almost wailing away in the, in the background, you know, over, yeah. this, over this incredible chaotic uh, guitar. Yeah. And, uh, it, but there's something, there's something of real interest in, in the track, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. It's, 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 it's a good uh, album. And, I, and as I said, it, it's, it's great that you can still be blown away by tracks you know you think you've heard it all you think yeah. you know everything and then you hear someone that comes out of the blue well to me come out of the blue and great record and yeah. it's something I'm he's, he's someone I'm really looking forward to finding out more of in the, yeah. in the 2012 you know. he does great videos as well as a couple of really? really inventive videos on YouTube they're well worth oh, seeking that. out the next up is a band uh, we saw with the Lem Price 3 at uh, mm. where was it Fiddler's Elbow Fiddler's Elbow yeah and they really impressed us yeah. so much but like uh, Victor Kayan. Yeah, we went out and... You went out and bought them. Bought them. <laughs> <laughs> went out and bought that razor. Yeah. Well, I mean, we saw, the, all three of us saw them supporting them Price 3, and I think, yeah. you know what it's like sometimes, you, you go to a gig and you don't want to bother with the support band. Yeah. And, you know. It was strange, because we didn't really notice them that much, no. did we? And, and suddenly I was... Because when I go to a gig, I tend to... I just want... I go to a gig just to see one band, and I, I just want my... 40 or 45 minutes of rock and roll and I don't like to get too full in one night but I tell you what suddenly I just realised this band was pretty good yeah. and I sort of I sat up and thought hey you know I'd like to see this band again
was a past tense and my baby. And I think, as you mentioned there, it was strange, wasn't it? Because we were there at the gig to see Lim Price 3 and yeah. they were playing away and um, we were chatting away, having a beer. And then it, it was sort of afterwards that I sort of thought, they were bloody great, yeah. <laughs> you know? And I sort of really regretted not paying attention and uh, or chatting to them or... You know, I just thought they were really good. There was just something about them that um, sort of stood out, you know. And uh, like you said, I was just really keen to get them to play again. And uh, I think what stands out is just their solid playing. It's just yeah. spectacularly solid, you know. Yeah, that's past tense, and, and I, I think they're a great little band. I think they're going to be recording a their debut album. They haven't really released an album so far. They've got a couple of singles, downloads available. Excellent. Right. What have you got next for us, Adam? Ne next is, do you know... I only heard about this band this year. They've been going for absolute donkey's years. And when I heard them, I couldn't believe that I'd missed them for so, so long. This is a track from about 1976, I think. This is uh, Australia's finest, Radio Birdman. And this is a song called New Race. Radio Birdman, a new race. That's wild. Great. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah. Why? What year is that, Adam? It's about 76. 77. So it's sort of 
you know, right on the cusp of the beginning of punk. Then, yeah, right? I think what it is, they were all big Stooges and MC5 fans. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And uh, they preempted punk, but they won't get any credit for it. Well, they don't. I mean, it's like yeah. the Saints. I mean, you think yeah. about mm. I'm Stranded, that was, I think, 76 or yeah, something, 76. wasn't it? You know, yeah, and, uh, yeah. and again, because it's Australian over here, you know, we don't mm. really, we don't get a lot of credit to some foreign bands. And another band that uh, reform recently and they're playing some fantastic gigs is the Rizillos. And I saw them just before Christmas at Camden Underworld and it was mind-blowing. It was fantastic. You know? um, it, when you think that they must be getting on a little bit, you know, and they were known for their high energy and the colour and, and the sort of bouncing around and that. And sometimes you think, well, how are they going to do how are they going to get on now as a reformed band? Now they're, they, 50. They, now they're in their maybe 50s, you know. <laughs> yeah. They can't sit on a bar stool with an acoustic guitar. And how is it going to work? You know, and sometimes, you know, you think it's it's pretty embarrassing, you know. But with the Rosillos, it worked. They were fantastic, you know. Really, really great. I was And I was so pleased because they were one band that I loved from the punk era, you know. And, and what track are we going to listen to, Steve? And, well, it's got to be the classic Flying Sorcerer Attack.
was the Rosillos with the classic flying saucer attack. I mean, that that to me, their their, their album, their one and only album, really. I mean, they did a compilation with some live tracks, I think. But the can't stand the Rosillos. Yes. Must be one of the best albums out of the punk new wave scene. You know? Fantastic. I mean, punk was vaudeville in a way. And, and that, that, that's great sort of musical pantomime punk. It's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, it works so well, yeah. you know. I mean, the production on the record, very simple, clean production. Yeah. Hardly an overdub, so you've got everything. It's just so powerful, the guitar sound. It, it, the great thing about the Rosellos, of course, is, is, you know, they don't take themselves seriously, although they're great musicians. There's always an element of humour in, yeah. in their stage yeah. uh, persona yeah. and, and their playing. Yeah, so right. they're excellent to see live. And good to have the two, the, the girl boy vocals yeah. as well. You know, Eugene and Faye's about you know bouncing off each other and. Uh, well, punk new wave lends itself so much to cartoon imagery, and, and yeah, they've got it off pat. Plus, they've got Faye Five. Well, Adam, we we, yeah. we had to edit out what you said <laughs> about Faye Five because it was um, your teenage fantasies. But uh, she was great and and still great. Great to see them live now, and uh, again, hopefully they'll get reappraised and given a lot of credit. You know. I say they're finely crafted tunes as well. And perfect song. I mean, that album yeah. has said it. Every track is a killer track. Great band, and, and really pleased with them that they've got a new record out. And I recommend everybody to go and get it. I was thinking about playing it tonight, but it was it was a toss up. But yeah, and well, hopefully we will see them this year, Steve. Are they doing some? I think they're touring now. They're, 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 I think they're probably just about finished a, a tour. They're finished up. Um, but I'm sure they're going to play. I'm, I, I'm sure with the reaction they got in London. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at their Facebook and websites and whatever, and the reaction's been great, really positive. And I'm sure they'll we'll see more of them in 2012 as well. Super. With the quality of the new songs, they played some new songs again. Sometimes you think when a band like that says, "Here's a new song," you sort of head to the bar. Yeah. You know, but they were great, good new yeah. songs. Because yeah, all you want really is to listen you to the classics. You just want to hear the classics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hear them knock out the classics. Yeah. You know? so they, they played some new songs and they did, I must admit, they fitted in really well. So yeah. I think a new album will probably be really strong. And what's next, Adam? Uh, this is uh, from my mate Rex Sinclair's band. Oh. Uh, they're, uh, we all like a bit of garage. Yep, like a bit of rockabilly. Garage rockabilly. Yep. Like a bit of punk. Why not have all three in one? <laughs> this, is, uh, <laughs> this is Dick Venom and the Terratones and Sticky Pants Trance.
their new EP, uh, Rock and Roll and Vampire Man, Dick Venom and the Terror Times. Yeah. New one to me? Yeah. What do you think of that, lad? Well, it, 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 it was great because you he, he didn't know what it was. It started off as like this death metal rap. Then it goes into like the cramps or the sort of stingrays or the meteors, rocky yeah. psychobilly stuff. And, and it, it's it's a great, great track. I, I, I think they... I can imagine them being a good live band. Oh, so I think they're going to be pretty intense live. I'm sure there's going to be a bit of a mosh <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> watching yeah. that band. Probably on stage as well yeah. as in the yeah, audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard Mr. Venom gets carried away at live oh, shows. Right. Doesn't yeah. it sounds like Which it. Which is good. Mm. Uh, yeah. And there is a lot of talk of a Jetsonic Stick Venom and Terratone skit this yeah. year. Oh, well, oh. That, that'll be good. So, so I'm hoping to sort that out, whether it be Nottingham oh. or London or wherever. And they're from Nottingham, aren't they? They're from Nottingham, yeah. Yeah. Um, and what's up next, Adam? Uh, next is a, is another one from me. It's uh, The Godfathers. Oh, well, I yeah. think we all like. Yeah, could have um, been my choice. Back in the musical wasteland of the late 80s. Oh, yeah. the early well, 90s. Well, it was early 90s when there was nothing. Was we don't it? Like no to talk about that, bands. do we? No. There were no guitar bands. There was that horrendous production with everybody having oh. drums that sounded like biscuit tins. <laughs> yeah. Of reverb on. <laughs> uh, and I gradually fell out of love with music around that yeah, time and was I only did. listening to reggae to be honest yeah apart from the godfathers i chose this as a tribute for carrying the torch through yeah. a difficult time and yeah. they're back together again you're going to see them yes they're playing yeah. we have to they're, they're playing now with del bartle from the sid presley experience playing guitar for them now and the coin brothers and they're playing again uh, one of their classic Valentine's Day massacres yes. at the Islington Academy on February the fourteenth. So it's it's business as usual. Yeah. And um, so well done to them. What's this good for them? We owe them a lot. I want everything. I want it. 
was the Godfathers with I Want Everything. And we were just saying while that was playing that uh, it was a musical wasteland when the Godfathers were around. Yeah. There were no real guitar bands to see. Well done to them for carrying on the torch. Well, that brings us near the end. What are we going to play out with? Well, I think this is a band which has... Um, obviously, this was a band that got me back into to rock music again. And I'd like to think this was a band that got Mr Paul Slattery out of rock and roll photography retirement. <laughs> you know, and I, this is the soundtrack of our lives. And great Swedish band. Formed out of Union Carbide Productions, who were, again, a great Stooges influenced band that were more popular in America with Nirvana and Sonic Youth. Didn't really make it over in the, in the UK, but uh, with Soundtrack of Our Lives, again, they they just took everything from rock history and merged it into one great package, you know what I mean? Oh, fantastic. I, I never knew anything about them until you, uh, yeah. you um, gave me the recommendation. Oh, well. And now I've got everything. You're hooked. I'm hooked. But they are a, but they're a music, yeah. I think they're a music fan's dream band, you know, exactly. because they, they, they just encompass everything you want about that if you were yeah. playing guitar with your tennis racket in your bedroom, they're everything you want to be, you know. I mean, I yeah, remember seeing... brilliant them. live. Yeah. Absolutely and, brilliant live. Yeah. I, I, like like six photographs. I like the way they, they merge all the, the, the psychedelic and garage influences and, yeah, maybe even a bit of prog in there, here and there. It's, yeah. and without it sounding forced no, or unnatural. That's the good thing. It, it just works. sounds like, yeah, it just... We're going to write a good song, but with yeah. these influences. And what's this song called, Steve? And this is what inspired me and the, and the blog's title. It is Retro Man, soundtrack of our lives.
It's a world you can't break. 